for another day that wasn't promised. Thank the Lord for everything. I, I, I don't know how to say, but thank you, Father, for watching over us and starting us on our way and getting ready to pray and then we get ready to go into the Sunday school. Father God, we thank you right now, Father. Thank you, Lord, for new mercies. Father God, you watched over us last night as we slept and slumbered. Yes. Father God, I ask you, Father God, to continue, Lord, to watch people. Father God, continue to give them spiritual strength, Father God. Yes. In their home, job, everywhere they go. Grace is not given to the swift, neither to the strong, but the one that endured to the end. For us to endure to the end, endure in harness as a good soldier, Father God. And Father God, forgive us for everything we have done, Father God. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, to keep on standing in your will, Father God. And we ask you, Lord, to Sunday school teachers just coming forth. As you word our mouth, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my sister holding on. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to turn this to the hands of Evangelist Patterson. Yolanda, uh, go ahead and unmute. There you go. Uh, all right. I just want to give honor to God who's head of my life, Pastor, First Lady, and everyone here, you know, on this phone today. Everyone on this, uh, you know, on this phone today. And I just praise and thank the Lord for all He's done, for His mercy and His grace. I thank Him and thank Him for waking up each and every one of us. You know, you didn't have to, but I thank the Lord. Yes, Amen. And we're going to get to the lesson today. Lesson 8, April 25, 2021. It's called A Plea for Restoration. Restoration. You know, we want, you know, and we know that what plea means a request made in an urgent and emotional manner. And we're going to read the rest. It says, um, Bible basis. Lamentation 5, Bible truth, God's people experience the consequences of their sins and the prophet limits on their behalf. Memory verse, turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned, renew, return, and I mean, renew our days as of old. Lamentations 521, lesson aimed by the end of this lesson, we will evaluate why, why the writer of Lamentations pleaded with God for the restoration of Israel. Since the writer's feelings, since the writer's feelings over the oppression of his nation and pray for and engage in a restoration of broken relationships with God. Background scriptures, Lamentations 5, incorporate the insights from the background scriptures into your study. And I'm just going to read down here a little. So life needed for today's lesson. People ask, people seek restoration when their possessions are taken and relationships are broken. How does one cope with loss of that, which is very important? The writer of limitations trusted that God would reestablish a relationship with Israel. Bible learning, God mercifully responds to Jeremiah's planet. 
Bible application, Christians wholeheartedly obey the Lord. Students uh, response, believers cry out to the Lord for the nation. And I'm going to read the scriptures, amen. Lamentation 5. So remember, O Lord, what has come up on us. Consider and behold our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers, our houses to aliens. We are orphans, fatherless, our mothers are widows. We have drunken our water for money, our wood is sold unto us. Our necks are under persecution, we labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians and be satisfied with bread. Our fathers have sinned and are not and have borne their iniquities. Servants have ruled over us. There is none that does deliver us out of their hand. We got our bread with the corral of our lives because of the sport of the wilderness. Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. They ravished the woman in, in Zion, the maids in the cities of Judah. The princesses are hanged up on their hand, the faces of elders were not honored. They took the young man to grin, to grin, and the children fell up on the wood. And then the elders had ceased from the gate, the young men from their music. The joy of our heart has ceased. Our dance is turned into mourning. The crown is falling from my head. Woe unto us that we have sinned. For this is our heart is faint. For these things our eyes are dim. Because of the mountain of Zion which is desolate, the foxes walk up on it. Thou, O Lord, remainest forever thy throne from the generation to generation. Wherefore dost thou forget us forever and forsake us too long, too long time, us so long time. Turn thus thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall return to renew, return and renew our days as of old. But thou hast utterly rejected us. Thou art very wrong against us. Amen. And we know this is the prophet Jeremiah. Amen. Talking about the children of Israel. Amen. And then, you know, he was, he, Jeremiah's a weeping prophet. Amen. And, you know, he was called so long ago to prophesy to the people because a lot of people in those times, in Israel time, they were worshiping, you know, other statues and you know, not worshiping the God that they should be worshiped. I'm talking about the God of heaven that made heaven and earth. And they was not doing that. It was bringing idols in the churches and doing all kinds of things that's sinful unto God. And when, and when Jeremiah was called by God to tell these people this, 
to tell his people. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't do what God said. Amen. They just kept on doing what they wanted to do. And then, you know, and then they was wondering, you know, when all the stuff started to happen, you know, all the the sufferings, you know, all the things started coming up on the enemy. Amen. Because, you know, Israel had a lot of enemies. Amen. That, you know, did so much and, you know, coming and destroying the temple. Amen. And to where they destroyed the temple, because after, you know, after this started happening, after the temple was destroyed. Amen. And, you know, when Jeremiah was sitting here, you can see that he's pleading to God. As you know, he's making an urgent call to God. And when he was making that urgent call to God, he was he was emotional. He was very emotional. He was crying because you know he was a weeping prophet. So you know he was crying to God. You know, and and talking to God about all the things that have been going on with his people. Amen. Because the saying is when I hear that remember, oh Lord, what has come upon us. Consider and behold our reproach. Because when we going through something, you know, when we look at today and we're going through something, we want God to remember us. We don't want God to forget us, you know, to where we'll be, you know, because if God had, if he forgets us, amen, and he forsakes us, we'd be in trouble. Because we know that without his mercy and grace, we wouldn't be in the condition where we're not. Amen. Without his mercy and grace, because see, and Jeremiah was trying to, you know, we're talking to the Lord and telling the Lord about what was going on. He said, you know, our inheritance is turning to strangers. See, you know what I'm saying? That the land, you know, was taken, you know, the land, they, you know, a lot of people was coming over there trying to get that land so many times. And the enemy, the enemies came to invade that land many times. And we know that when any enemy came and invaded because it was a lot of time because Israelite was disobedient. They were disobedient to God. And when they decided that they want to go their own way, see, that's when it started happening. They started losing what God had given. They started losing the land that God had took them through what? So long time ago, with, with, you know, doing Moses, you know? When he, when God had rescued him, rescued them out of the land of Egypt, you know, when God was taking them to the land that He had given them, the land of Canaan, but still on their way, Amen. They're still on their way. They wasn't. They seemed it was not satisfied. What were they doing? They was complaining, complaining so much, Lord. You know, oh, is this and all this. You know, it's, I mean, they could be saying it's hot in the desert. You know, and we ain't got this and we ain't got that. You know, and God was, and knowing that God was feeding them through this desert. Amen. But they still was complaining. And then the more and more they complained, the more and more they started sinning. Amen. Started forgetting about God. Started forgetting about what had God had done for them. And this is where where we see Jeremiah and happened again. They, they turned right back where they was 
you know, for, you know, God had rescued Israelite out of you know out of out of many things, many times. Have forgiven them for their sins. Every time they messed up, he had forgiven them for their sins. You know, look, you know, look at when you look at all the like like Moses and all them when they have to, you know, give the uh, animal sacrifices. You know, when the when the children of Israelite were sinning. You know, he had, they had to get a sacrifice for God to forgive them. Because, you know, that, you know, they didn't have Jesus the way that we have him now. So, you know, they have to make sacrifices for the Israelites to be forgiven. And look at, you know, what is happening here with Jeremiah. When it said our inheritance, you know, their land was given to strangers. Because of their sins. Because they, you know, because of the, you know, disobeying the Ten Commandments. They said we are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. That's that's what they was feeling like. Like they didn't have no like you know when you got orphans in a you know with kids that's in an orphan and they ain't got no parents you know got nobody that they can come to I and mean, that's how they felt you know that's what Jeremiah was talking to God about you know that's what they must have been feeling. Hey Amen. I just you know I just feel like. You know, without God, and I, I feel motherless. Or I, without God, I feel fatherless. Amen. Because we know that without God, we're nothing. Amen. And it sounds like the mothers, you know, spittles. You know, because they, there was a lot of mothers that have lost their husbands. Amen. The stuff that was going on, you know, this this stuff was just happening in their time, and it's happening to us today. When we look at what is going on in our world today? It's like what sin has repeated itself. You know, you look at the sin then and you look at it now. It repeated itself. And we keep going back and forth, amen. You know, and that's what Jeremiah, you know, because he's a prophet telling people, you know, I, you know, telling God's people, I don't, you know, what God said, I don't want you to be worshiping idols, I don't want you to be living in sin. And that's what God has been telling his prophets to tell his people. And each time, they just kept being more hard-headed and more hard-headed, more hard-hearted. And that's what they, that was going on. And just like today, we get, you know, the more and more, like God talks to us and tell us, you know, we turn God's, you know, and today how they want to turn God's word away. Don't want to listen, you know, like they used to. You know, like how, you know, I was thinking about that, you know, earlier about how, how we used to have church, amen. How we used to just come in and serve the Lord, you know, with all our heart and everything that we used to do. And I know that our world changed. We know that. And we look around us and see that our world did change. But even though our world changed, but we know the God that we serve did not change. He don't change. So I'm saying, and then us that's in Christ, and we all look at how the God that we serve don't change. And then we look around us and all the chaos is going on around us. We need to look to God that which covers our help, amen. Because we know our help comes from him. Amen. And, you know, and if we keep, 
you know, doing God the way that we do him. Like, you know, like, like God is an often on God. God is not an often on God. He's, he's not like a doorknob. Every minute, you know, one minute, we all right. And one minute, you know, we doing, one minute we, we, we happy and we, you know, we want to serve God so well and so much, but then when things start to happen, amen, you know, we want to back down. We treat God like, like he's just, you know, like he's a turn on and turn on, you know, the knob, like, we can't treat our God like this. He's a, he's not an off and on switch. Or, or, or just when we need him, no. No, we need God every day. Not just some days. We need God every day. We need to plead to God. When we feeling like we're broken, amen. We feeling like we're sad. You know, we feel like we're going through when we got burdens. We need to plead to God. We need to ask God to give us, to restore us, to help us, amen. But what I'm saying is how? How is God going to help us if we ain't listening to him? If we ain't being obedient to him, how is God going to help us? So anybody got something to say? On here, anybody wants words to say? I'm, I'm Vanetta. Question. Good morning. Morning. Question. Okay. Good questions here. Um, I have question four. I want to ask five and two. <clears throat> question two says, <clears throat> "How can we look at troubling times through the lens, through the lens of God's word, and realize what went wrong?" That's question two. Question two. Okay. Okay, anybody want to answer that question? How can we look to look at troubling times through the lens of God's word and realize what went wrong? Well, praise the Lord. Actually, <laughs> look what Revelation say. Yeah. Look at all things. These are left things. God's laying his eyes. Uh Isaiah was his eagle eye prophet. Uh, then, uh, the, uh, John on the aisle called Papis. Yes. He was God's eye as well. And the word written, God's word, and realized what went wrong disobedience. That's what went wrong. That's wrong. Because uh, we didn't do what God told us to do, we were just. Uh, the ancestors from I, I put it back then, you know, they blame the ancestors. All it was a generational curse, put it that way. But see, when Jesus came down here to break, he broke that curse, so we wouldn't have to go through it. But because of our disobedience, and our, that's what went wrong because Amen. we wasn't the word. Hallelujah. Because I'm one, we didn't understand. We was just going to church or whatever. And we heard what our grandmama them said, the Lord coming back and we better stop doing this and stop doing that. But we didn't listen in. All right. See, now 
We're in the book of Revelation. This is the last days. This is this Amen. is what God talked about. Yeah. We, 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 we in God's eyes now. So it's not upon your parents or none of that. It's on you. Uh, yeah. That child that raised that them kids, I put my boys in it. Once I have raised my son, the best way I know now, then their sins is upon them now. They have to call out on God. Amen. Because of sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, well, sister teacher, sister teacher, the question is is simple. All the way up until today, what we see from which we came from, say here in America, or you could say the world, they took God out of the equations. Amen. Now, us as the people of God, we ain't in that equation because we never took him out. And when they and then when they did take him out, but that lady, I forget, her name was Madam something, when she got the prayers out of school, it was so quick and fast. You only you only heard about it in the news, but she got hers. She got hers for doing what she did, and her son is a preacher right now today. Oh, wow. But, but the they have took God out of oh. the equations, even now. They're not counting Amen. God in the equation. Amen. Amen. Um, to look at it through um, God's lens, like looking through his eyes, through the word, and we know the word of God is true and upright, and what we've been um, learning is because of their disobedient, as um, Evangelist was saying, and, and Pastor said, they have walked away from the covenant. Mm -hmm. They have walked away from what God has put in place. And specifically in his eyes, through his words, his lineage is his eyes. And his word is what he has spoken for us to, um, so that we may walk um, accordingly to what he had designed. You know, and that's what basically what the Israelites and the tribe of Judah and what we're doing right now today, the people right now today, they don't want to uh, be obedient to what God has put in place. Like, um, was saying, once God has said, once your parents have told you to do something, and you go against what the rules are, the rules in the house, or the rules at the job, or whatever you can say you have of um, rules to follow. God put rules in place for us to follow. And upon the disobedient or are not following the rules, there comes um, disciplinary. You get disciplined at your job. You get disciplined at home, and you definitely gonna get disciplined as a, as as a as a nation. Yeah. And we get disciplined as a nation because of what our leaders have have um, put in place. Taking God, like Pastor was saying, taking prayer out of church. The, the, the uh, nation of, was built and founded on God we trust.
be disciplined as a nation, as people, as God's people, you know, because of, of our leaders making decisions for everybody, making the rules, changing the um, rules, changing what God has put in place. We have to pray for that. That's that's being disobedient to what God has put in place. It's through his eyes and the words that he wants to live by is what is what we've been disobedient to. Amen. 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 And that's why we got to see that what is going on in our world, you know. And we, you know, God is talking to his people here. You know, we, you know, we want to, we want to seem to do everything that we want to do. And then when, you know, and then when we start going through something, you know, that's because of our sins. Amen. We want God to remember us now. Now, God does tell us in the word is to walk righteous. Mm -hmm. We have to live righteous. We got to live by the fruits Amen. of the spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, God does say that in his word. Mm -hmm. It's to live by his fruits with so meekness, temperance, the long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. We, you know, we got to live by his word. Amen. Because, you know, we can't you know, if we want to follow God, we make that choice is to follow God. And we must follow what he says in his word, to be obedient to his word and how to live for him, you know, to praise and to worship him. Amen. But when we, you know, start doing things and, you know, living a different lifestyle other than what we're supposed to be living for is God then, you know, then we expect, we can't expect suffering. We know that we suffer in this world. But one thing about it, we, we, one thing I can say is, we, you know, like we said about the parents, you know, disciplining the child. Amen. And you get a punishment or, or, or you get spanking for that. But one thing about it, though, you know, when we look at those times, we kind of rather want, the, you know, our parents to spank us than to punish us. Because why? Because we know the punishments last so long, you know, and that's the same thing we look at God, you know, we, and, but see, but God, we don't want him to punish us. Oh no, we don't want God to punish us. Amen. But we have, amen. We have that punished by God. You know, when we decided we, you know, wanted to go our own way and, and you know and some of the suffering that we go through sometimes we stick to you know sometimes you know because look at David you know look at him you know even though he's king yeah but he still he still was a a, a king after God's own heart but he still sinned but look what he did when he committed that adultery amen he still suffered through it though yeah God forgave him for that but he still suffered you know, he suffered through his children. You know, that's why I think that God gives us destruction, you know, of his word. It's about him falling off, amen. Going down the wrong path, and you know, we already know what to expect. And we can I um, say, say some evangelism. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and, and another thing that we um, have to realize. There are so many homeless and widows that are not being taken care of. Right here in, in um, the last, 
um, consideration. You know, God has a problem with us not taking care of the least of them. God, and they just don't care. The rich getting rich and poor getting poor. And, you know, God has a problem with that. They really don't, you know, and, and he's serious about taking care of the least of them, the widows and, and the young and, and those that are less fortunate. And, yes. and you know, God really wants us to, to, to be keen on that because these, yes. this is this is our commission. And when yes. when the, like it says right here, um those yes. God commanded them to protect and provide for widows and orphans. You know, God was, you know, saying, you know, when they uprooted that and and also not worshiping other gods, but God had a problem with that. He has a serious problem when we are not taking care of the least. When we, when we go by and see people on the yes. streets or, or people going through something. And, and if yes. you know that you have it, and you can make it, and, and if you don't have it, God loves those that sacrifice. You know, they are not sacrificing for, for, I mean, the money coming up, the money been there. You know, say the money been there. Now, now they they're forced to give it to 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 the less fortunate. They're forced to give it to the they're forced to give it to them. Why? Because it's been there for the longest. Yeah. God is way for us to to, to um come up in the pandemic. Because you know, He said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. The money is coming. The money is out there. But then 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 again, we have to we have to be um good stewards over what God has has opened up doors for us. You know, we can't be yeah. ratchet and all just thinking, you know, driving bins and they ain't, no, ain't nobody paying their tithes. You yeah. know, so saying we have to be uh, mindful of what God has called us to do. And he definitely don't like the fact that we have looked over the widows and the less fortunate. Amen. And that's what God does, says in his word about the less fortunate. Uh, we know a lot of us around, and you know, even when I pass on the street, I give people things. You know, if I go to the store, you know, I give them some money. You know, when I see them or, or whatever, when I talk to them, Amen. You know, by God, and then because you know, it's a lot of people that is in need. You know, and they, you know, and is in need of hearing the word of God too, just as well. You know, because we don't never know what they going through. You know what they feeling or anything and they need to hear the word of God you know especially when they standing out there amen they need to hear that the God of heaven loves them amen and we have to be the ones amen just like amen. Jeremiah amen. like Jeremiah he was pleading amen pleading to God talking to God so when we go you know so when we go into our prayer Classes. We go in there and we plead to God, amen. We plead to God for our schools, amen. We plead to God for our police, amen. You know, that is out here, amen, and having a life on the line. We plead for, you know, a change, amen. That God is going to change. That God is going to touch, amen. And you know, in this pandemic, we plead to God for this pandemic that's going on. And, you know, and when we're praying to God, amen, let's pray clearly from our heart. You know, not just pray just because of what we want, but pray, amen, every day, amen. God give you breath every day. And plead for your family, amen, your, your loved ones, 
you know, praise God, you know, if, you know, even if you have to cry, you know, when you're talking to God, you know, cry out to the Lord with all our heart and all our soul and all our minds. And that's what we got to do in these times because we know that the, you know, the Israelites is going through persecution. It says, our next is under the persecution we labor and have no rest. You know, we know at that time they was going through was a lot of, you know, God's people was getting killed. Amen. It was getting hurt. It was getting thrown in prison. They were doing all that. And just like today, this is going to come up today. Amen. For God's people today, where Amen. persecution is going to take place. You know, the suffering and all. But see, one thing about it, though, you know, God did say right here, First John 1, 9. He said, if we confess our sins, right. he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and Thank to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, God. God is just enough to forgive us if we confess what we do wrong. Amen. And we confess to God that we want to change, that we don't want to be, that we don't want to be this person anymore. We don't want to be, we don't want to walk in this flesh anymore. We don't want to have this wrong thinking, Lord, I, Lord, I need you to just take me, God. Take my mind, take my heart, amen. And do something with it, Lord. Do something with me, Lord. That's, you know, that's what we want to talk about. You know, what we do, amen, we confess to God what we do wrong, amen. Because if we don't confess to God what we do wrong, amen, then he ain't going to forgive us for that. And, we, and, and, and plus, we got to learn how to forgive too. You know, because it's it in there, and if we don't forgive, our Father in heaven won't forgive. So we got to learn to forgive, amen, and confess to God what we do wrong. You know, we got to repent daily. Every day, not just some days. We gotta repent. Hey, we gotta repent for the unknown, even the unknown sins that we don't know about. You know, we gotta repent daily. Amen. See, God, you know, and it would like what Veronica, Sister Veronica, was saying. You know, about the widows and everything. You know, and so many people out here that needs God every day. You know, there are so many people that don't know the Lord. And then there are people like, and even God's people, you know, we got to pray for one another. Amen. Amen. We got to pray for one another. Amen. We got to encourage one another because, you know, when these times, when these hard times does come, amen, we're going to need each other. Amen. And pray for one another, especially when we're going to go through some persecution. Amen. We're going to need to pray for one another because, amen, we're going to need God. Uh, we need God to increase our faith even more. Amen. And we ask for a restoration. Ask God to, to, you know, to increase your faith even more. Amen. Because we know that Jeremiah had passionate, you know, just like our God, he's a passionate God. He's a merciful and a loving God. Now, you know what I'm saying? Because if if God didn't use his prophets to tell his people, no, I mean, no telling what could have happened to us, amen? God would have just destroyed us. 
But see, you see how God's mercy and grace, he send the prophets. Tell us, you know, when we're off track, you know, he, he, tell, he sends prophets. You know, when we're, when, you know, when our minds off track and we do in, you know, going in the right direction as we should. God said, and just like today, he sent somebody your way. And see, God be knowing, you know, God, oh, he's an all-knowing God. He knows our minds. When he sees us going off track, he sends somebody your way. Or it, it could be, you know, one, you know, one of the Christian friends calling you. Oh, you're not, you know, or, you know, Sister Veronica, I'm just calling and encouraging you. You know, God had put you on my mind. You know, and, and that's what we got to do. Amen. You know, when, when things are going to God puts us on the right track. And we read that word. Amen. He cleans us through the word. Amen. And that's what he does. And that's what he said that he given the hand to the Egyptians, you know, until the city I was read, you know. And we know back then in Moses' time, they, they wanted to, you know, God freedom from the from the bondage of slavery from Egypt. And then when they got into the desert, they started complaining. They wanted to go back. They wanted to go back into that mess again. They wanted to go back. They wanted to go back and say, oh, we oh, we had it better. We, we, they were thinking, oh, we had it better with slavery than we walking out here. No, but they, because they, they was complaining. So they wanted to go back in their mess. And that's the same thing today as Christians. You know, we don't want to go back in no mess again. We don't want to go back where we used to be. You know, once God freed us out of sin, you know, have wrung us out, you know, we don't want to take that cross back again. You know, and put, you know, this is like putting Jesus back on the cross again. We don't want to go back there again. We don't want to go back where, you know, how we used to be. You know, like when we think we missing something, we ain't missing nothing out here. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we think we missing something. We want to go back, right back, backtrack, and go right back in it again. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back track again, it seems the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. No, we want to stay with God here. We want to go forward. We don't want to go back back to where we were when we was in sin and doing all kinds of crazy things, amen. When it says our fathers have sinned, and they talking about the ones that sinned before them, you know, the ones that before them also have sinned. The ones that was before the the, uh, the that generation. We're talking about the generation before them. We, they, they talk, uh, you know, Jeremiah was talking about the, the, uh, the old generations that have sinned and, you know, worship other gods, you know, brought a strange God, you know, in to their, you know, into their existence. And, and, you know, and just one, and they just forgot all about God, you know, didn't want to have nothing to do with God. And you find out a reason why they was wandering in the, in the wilderness for 40 years. They kept wandering and wandering, wandering until you know, because God had them wondering for years until they were finally ready. Some of them have died through all that time. But until you are ready, amen, until we are ready to really come to God, until we are ready to really 
you know, I'm to, to have nothing to do with this flesh anymore and deny it. Just like what Paul's saying, I'm denying flesh. Until we get to that point that we really want to follow God, amen, God will hear our prayers. We get to that point where we don't want to, you know, live the way we are these bad lifestyles. We don't live that way no more. I don't want this to be a part of my life. I want my life to be part of God now. Now, until we are ready, we're going to keep on. We're going to keep on going through. We're going to keep on going through them suffering, what we're going through. You know, and, it, you know, and, and it's almost say like, well, well, you know, what, what I'm doing that's making me suffer. Look at you. Look at your lifestyle. Look at the way we're living. Amen. We can't live one way to God and then live another. You know, Amen. we can't. It's like saying that scripture said we can't serve God and man. We can't do that. We got to serve. It's only one God we serve. It's either God or either that man or either money, whatever. But we know we want to serve a God that's eternal. You know, forever. We don't want to serve stuff that we know that is not forever. We we don't want to serve things that we know that is not that that is not going to last forever. Because anything on this earth will not last forever. Because we want God to restore us, Amen. So we can be able to go to heaven, Amen. And we we got something inside of us that is not like Him. We have, we have to ask God to restore us. Lord, I want, Lord, I'm asking you to change me from this, Lord. Lord, I got some stuff inside me, Lord, that I don't want. And Lord, I'm, I'm asking you to forgive me for that because I know I have been caring and wandering around in the same old stuff for years. And look at me, I'm just, I'm keep doing it, Lord. I, I need you to change me. Right. And, and and that's what we got to talk to God. Amen. All my heart's amen. Crying out to him, you know, because we need it. Amen. It said, he said, servants number eight. No, it said, our fathers have sinned and are not, and we have borne their iniquities. You know, they had, they had, they, you know, they had to, they had to pay for. They fought the old ones that did sin, and they end up, you know, just like we look at Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve sinned, and what did we do? We came after Adam, did we? When Adam and Eve sinned, disobeyed God, we came after them. We had to bore the iniquity of their disobedience. And now, look at all this that came, all these curses that came up on us. But look, though, one thing about it, though, Jesus came. That's a good thing. Jesus came to put those organs. Jesus came to put those sins that we have borne. He came to put him on the cross to forgive us for our sins. Amen. He have done that. Amen. And see, that's why that's how you know that you see the mercy of God and have uh, how he has what he has done. Amen. He have forgiven us through his son Jesus Christ. He didn't want us to perish. Amen. He don't want us to perish. He wants us to live, amen. To live eternally with him. But we have to get rid of those sinful lifestyles. We have to get rid of that to be with him. Amen. 
you know, we gotta, you know, treat one another in the right way. Amen. And they was talking about earlier about how they took the prayers out of schools. And and you wonder why. Why the evil is coming up in the schools. And, and you know, and the parents just wondering why these things are happening in the schools. It's like the pastor was saying, you know, taking God out of the equation. Taking God away from everything. You know, when they used to say, in God we trust, what happened to that? They're not trusting the God of heaven. They, that's, that's not the God they're trusting. Their God, I'm talking about, you know, our world leaders, amen. The God they trust is not the God of heaven, but the God they trust is Satan. And they put, they, you know, trying to put it, spread it all out. But we know we rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus because he don't have no victory. We know that. We rebuke Amen. Satan because he don't have no victory. He don't have no victory. He don't have no victory over us. Amen. Because see, God got us. Amen. And it was, and then all the things they was going through it said servants had ruled over us. You know, they had kings that came for so far. You know. Kings that, you know, enemies, you know, that came and took over to rule over them. And when they when they was ruling over them, what they, they was yeah, you know, enslaving them, telling them what to do, and, and trying to get them to worship other idols. They 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 ran into so many things. Amen. Evangelist, um Vanetta had two more questions. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, here we are. It says, okay, we're at question five I'm going to ask first. Does God's judgment seem severe? Why or why not? Question five. Um, I'm of course it's severe. Why? Because um, they were disobedient. If you look and read, when you read the whole lesson, God gave these people many chances. Yes, It's like you do what? Yes. But at that time, they was just, Lord, bring them out of one thing, and then they do it. Did they go back one thing on that? broken record. Amen. You know how to broke them. Whatever it, it was, it's supposed to be severe because um, we have to look at it now. Lord, we thank God for Jesus. We I thank the Lord. Amen. They dealt with God right on hand. Amen. <laughs> they dealt with Him right there. Okay. They, they, they didn't. They didn't. Um, they have no mercy. God didn't have no mercy on them. Yes. But we thank God for Jesus. Yes, it was very severe. It it, it it had to be in order for them to be obedient. When he gave Amen. the body, right. Not Amen. to mix and, and, and do things with other idols, with other people. Yeah. We are up with unbelievers. If, yes. if if you sitting up there mixing with a non believer, something wrong with you. It's okay to speak and speak to them about God, but being mixed up with them and doing everything they do, yeah, of course. He he, he that 
he had every right to severely punish him, even though Jeremiah was weeping for him and trying to tell the Lord to have mercy. Yes. You know, it, it was too late for them, pretty much because of the disobedience. Yes. Amen. Um, amen. I would I say that once you know the rules, when you know the rules and, and the actions that come behind the rules, and you, because God had already laid out what's going to happen. He already told him, you know, said, this is what's going to happen if y'all don't follow this. You know, so it's just like, uh, just once again, we use, we use right now today when we, when we discipline our kids. Now, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get your phone taken away. You're going to get, you you going to, uh, you ain't going to be able to talk to your friend. You know what I'm saying? We, we lay out rules. So I wouldn't say it was um, severe. I would say that it was it was according to their their discipline. It was according to their disobedience because God had had a way of just taking folks on up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Just you know different nations and things like that. But I mean, when we know when we know that we ain't supposed to be doing something, and then we go out and do it again, you know you're gonna get a punishment. You know you're gonna get a whooping. You know you go. You know what's gonna happen. Then we be like, "Dang, well, he had to do that to us, or, or Mama didn't have to put, you know, that harshness on us." But at the same time, I told you not to do that. And so yeah. this is what's gonna happen after you have disobeyed, disobeyed the rules to what I put down. So I think it was, that's how God was doing. I told y'all not to do a certain thing. So now Jeremiah's crying out and saying, "Y'all still doing the same stuff." And then not only are y'all doing the same stuff, it's from generation on generation on generation. So God spared them and spared them and spared them. So now, uh, this is what y'all gonna get. That is true. Y'all need to sit out. Amen. Amen. And that's what we gotta look at. Like it said, like it says in the Bible, how you know a dog go back to his vomit. I mean, yep. we don't want to go back to it. No, we, you know, once God had delivered us out, freed us from sin, amen. We don't want to go back to what we used to do. Amen. Well, we want God to mature us, amen. We want God, you know, to keep us. Amen. Not go back where we used to be. Because it says right here, Matthew 12 and 29. <laughs> To take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. The God is presenting Himself, Amen. Of who He is to us, He's a God of mercy. He's a God of peace, Amen. I mean, when we think. Sometimes we think it's easy, amen. But see, God is letting us know, take my yoke up on you and learn to me. You know, take what God has for us. What he gives us. The gifts that he's given us. And take it and learn of him. You know, learn all about him. You know, get to the point where you want to learn to know who he is in spirit. Amen. Because we know that he's a loving God. 
you know, he, he, he's presenting himself for who he is, a loving, merciful God. And saying, you shall find rest. Saying, God, you know, we ain't going to find rest in this world, the chaotic world. To the teacher. Find rest in okay, Pastor, go ahead. Vanetta, question number five. Oh, okay. Yeah, another question. Okay. She said, I think she had one more, but I'm going to say on, on number right. five. Does God's judgment seem severe? All right. Why or why not? We had a death sentence. Yeah. That was severe. But God yeah. mercy. Yes. Endured to all generations. God is yes. just good. You can't even find no bad in God. If you try, you ain't going to find it. Yes. If you if you be honest, God is just good to us, period. But he's not accepting sin. Uh -oh. yeah. He's not accepting sin. And that's what he's not doing. Because he's not the God. He's a God of righteousness. And that's the kind of God we serve. The God of righteousness. Not the God of sin. Now we know that if you want a God to serve, that's a sin. That's Satan. And we know that Satan, you know, is a liar and a thief. Yes, he is. He's a liar and a thief. You know, he wants to steal and kill and destroy. He don't care nothing about us. Satan don't care nothing about us. Hey man, he wants to see us destroyed. He wants to see us in that place where he at. Where he gonna be in the lake of fire. You know, where he gonna be in that lake of fire. But he wants us to be there with him. But that's not what we are striving for. We're striving to live eternal life with Christ Jesus. Amen. Because he took Amen. He let us see another day. 
Amen. You know, he, he breathed breath in our, you know, in our lungs once again. Amen. And I look at, you know, how God has took my husband. He went through a long way, but God, but God through the prayers, amen. And, uh, you know, the faith, amen, that I do have. And I believe that God can do anything, God. I, I believe anything he does. And, you know, and I look at how God has restored and has done what he's done. You know, and I, you know, going in my prayer closet and I pleaded God, amen. Lord, I need you right now, Lord. And I need you, Lord, to remember me because I can't do nothing without you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, and that's what we got. We got to talk to God in that way. Because, like I said, I don't look at God as an off and on God. He's a God forever. Yes, he is. Forever and ever. He's a God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Forever. And I just praise and thank the Lord. And, you know, thanking God that through all these times that he let us, you know, be able to go to church. And to worship him. Even though we know that Satan is trying to stop, you know, trying to stop his word. Because when you look at back then how Satan, you know, that worked through the people. And how they try to stop the prophets. said the Lord. They had killed prophets for saying what thus said the Lord. But see, that didn't stop. That didn't stop God's word because they tried to kill the prophets off. That didn't stop God's word. Because it, it said God's word going to stand forever. Yeah. God's word ain't going to never leave. Amen. And then you know, all the things they're going through in the desert, amen. You know, hungry, amen. You know, and still, you know, we could be going through things, and, you know, and still not trying to realize that we need change. Talk to God. I'm talking about God's people. We can talk to God, talk to God. Lord, you know, Lord, I want to do this, Lord. I, I want you to do that, Lord. But still, I'm not trying to change from my my anger problems. Lord, I have anger problems. I have anger problems. I'm confessing that to you, Lord. I have anger problems, Lord. And I need you to change me from that. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that, you know, if we're going to be with the Lord, then we... We must change those lifestyles, those kind of simple things that we know that keeps us far from God. Amen. And we know in this life we're going to face enemy in this life because we already know. You know, we already know Satan is our adversary. We already know, but look, Jesus already gave us the key. He already did. So I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we know when Jesus had rebuked Satan when he tried. When he did try. You know, yeah. so he tried to attempt him in the desert. But he mm-hmm. And I'm turning the hands over to the pastor. Sunday school superintendent. Oh, I'm turning over to the superintendent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank God for the lesson. You know, to take the lessons. Praise the Lord on what God can do if we continue 
the sin that grace may abound, God forbid. We can't keep continuing doing wrong, praise the Lord. We, yeah, we fall, we fall short of the glory of God. We, a just man falls seven times, yes. But we can't keep continuing doing stuff. We cannot, praise the Lord. We, we have to take heed to what the children of Israel back in those times what they went through because of obedience. And so we just thank God for the lesson and just to pray daily, every day. I don't care where you at. I don't care if you're at home, wherever. Pray daily. Asking God to forgive you for everything, everything. Because the Bible said repent. We have to repent daily. We got to um, keep on, Lord, if I falter, hallelujah, my kids' grandmama, my kids' grandmama on their father's side used to sing, use me, Lord, in thy service. Draw me near, Lord, every day. But if I fall while I'm trying, please don't get angry, Lord, but let me stay. Lord, I'm willing to run on all the way. Yes. And we got to be willing to do that, praise the Lord. No matter how hard it is or how the trials get, your trials come to make you strong. And if we don't suffer with them, we won't reign with them. So I just thank God for the lesson. Praise the Lord. We get ready to dismiss Sunday school. May the Lord watch between me and thee. We ask him one for another. And then the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And our model is a child says itself. So he puts on the hands of our pastor. Amen. We thank the Lord for our Sunday school lesson. And we see our, our sister Beatrice. We see her on today, and we we appreciate her. Now, uh, we're gearing up for next next Sunday. We're going back into the house of the Lord. And, and for those that uh, desire not to come or whatever reason it is, we don't hold it against you. We're still going to have it. You could, you're going to be able to come on Zoom. We just got internet put in there this week. So we kind of, we stepping up, we stepping up our game. So uh, you still be able to join in on the service uh, and, and enjoy the service uh, from your home. But we appreciate you. We, we thank God for you. We're going back in. We're going back in the house of the Lord. And we're blessed on uh, today. Now, I'm going to ask Vanetta to stay prepared, Deacon John, and Danielle going to be prepared. We're going to get ready. We're going to start our morning worship. And, and we're going to get our early speak up. And then our Dr. Landingham is coming. So stand by. We got two treats that uh, the Sunday school was good. It's always good. The word of God, I don't care what nobody say. On a bad day, it's still good. The word of God, because it's truth. And, and, and it's food for our souls. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for another day. We thank you, God, for allowing us to be here. People are going on into judgment every moment. But God, you saw fit to watch over us as we slept through the night. And you woke us up early this morning. And God, we come thanking you for your manifold blessing. Thanking you for food on our table and clothes on our back. Thanking you for shelter. Thanking you for our life, health, and our strength. And thanking you for a brand new mercy day. A day we never seen coming for the foundation of the world. Bless us, God, here all. Oh, God, that are on this Zoom, every member, Jesus is the way. Bless the podcast listeners. God, as we go into our morning worship, you come, God. You already with us. Stay with us. 
stay with us because you told us that where two or three gather, you'll be in the midst. And we know you're in the midst. And we thank you for being in the midst. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Deacon John, I'm ready for you. Good morning, saints. Good morning. Good morning. Psalms 45, verse 2, and verse 17 and 15. Every day I will bless thee, and I will praise the thee name forever and ever. That was 2. 17. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. That was 17. 15. <clears throat> the eyes of all with upon thee and thee give thee the meat in the day I mean the dues in the season. That was 15. Thank you Lord for the word bless you the word. Amen. Amen. We believe the Bible to be the inspired and only infallible written word of God. We believe that there is one God eternally existent in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in the blessed hope which is the rapture of the church of God which is in Christ at his return. We believe that the only means of being cleansed from sin is the repentance and faith in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We believe that the regeneration by the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential for personal salvation. We believe that the redemptive work of Christ on the cross provides healing for the human body in answer to believing prayer. We believe that the baptism in the Holy Spirit according to Acts 2 and 4 is given to believers who ask for it. We believe in the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit, by whose indwelling the Christian is enabled to live a holy and separate life in this present world. Amen. 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 All right, Vanetta, we ready? We ready for you, Vanetta. Go ahead and unmute your phone. Can we you hear me? Yep. All right, Malachi 3 and 10. Bring ye all the times into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, that is the Lord of hosts. Thank you, Lord. I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour us down there. All right. Thank you, God. All right. Amen. Oh, gracious and eternal God, we we thank you for those that take care of the house of the Lord. We thank you because we honor your word, and God, we give back our 10% to you, our tithes and our offering. Bless those that gave, give, and bless those that give in our offering. And bless them not to be ashamed if they don't have not to give, that they may next time have to give. And bless, God, those that give seed. God, we ask you return our seed. One hundred fold in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. We want to give a shout out to the podcast listeners and Dr. Lanaham. Stand by, I got a, I got a surprise for you in just a moment. So stand by. We're gonna give a shout out to all the podcast listeners. Hallelujah. We like to give a shout to Central Luzon, Philippines, Thuringia, Germany, Hesse, Germany, 
Ashburn, Virginia. Washington, Virginia. Chingotega, Virginia. Columbus, Ohio. Wooster, Ohio. Dallas, Texas. Levinland, Texas. Garland, Texas. Buddha, Texas. San Jose, California. Mountain View, California. Oakland, California. Clifton, New Jersey. Epscott, New Jersey. Chicago, Illinois. Seattle, Washington. Boardman, Oregon. Western Cape, South Africa. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wisconsin Dells. Beloit, Wisconsin. Lithuania, Georgia. Tucker, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. North Little Rock, Arkansas. Montgomery, Alabama. Providence, Rhode Island. Haile, Florida. England, United Kingdom. Brooklyn, New York. Calicoon, New York. Hollis, New York. Inver Grove Heights, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Gilbert, South Carolina. Pelon, South Carolina. Boston, Massachusetts. Placitas, New Mexico. Amen. We want we we want you podcast listeners to know that we're excited that you you are on the line with us this morning. You've been joining us every Sunday, and I want you to know we're taking you into the sanctuary where with us next week. We got everything set up that you we're gonna take you in there with us, and you still could be on the podcast with us every Sunday. We thank God for you, and we appreciate you. Jesus, the way is excited. See, we thought that we were down and out once they shut us down, but God opened up a door so fantastic. It's so unbelievable. People all over the country, all over the world listening to this podcast. We thank God. We thank God. So we're going to go into our morning and worship, and I'll tell you, stand by. Uh, This one is for... uh, uh, Dr. Lanham, st- st- stand by, please, because I tell you, I'm, I'm just excited to know all these people are on the line listening to us all over the world. Uh, stand by, stand by. Yes. Uh, early word. Amen.
Hallelujah. And I'm coming out of Psalms 37 chapter. I'm just going to read it. Let me make sure I'm right. Yeah, 37 chapter 34 through 40. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off. Thou shalt see it. I've seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passed away, and lo, he was not, and he was not. Yea, I saw him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But salvation of righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help him and deliver him them. And he shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I just thank God for that word, praise the Lord. And I'm going to read just a couple of scriptures off this. Psalms 27 and 14. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Praise the Lord. We always in a hurry or in a rush, praise the Lord, to want God to move uh, on every Oh, every beck and call, every time we pray, we want the Lord to move right now. We want him to move on his behalf. We want, we want him to do this. But David wrote that psalm, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Hallelujah. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. I say wait on the Lord. David's telling us to wait on God. It ain't going to be, it ain't, trouble ain't going to last always, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And if you wait on the Lord and keep his way, keep his word, keep walking through all you know how, hallelujah, he shall exalt thee to hear the land when the wicked are cut off. And thou shalt see it. Everything belongs to God. The earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof. And everything that dwells therein. Hallelujah. You gonna see it. God gonna let us see what's gonna happen to the wicked if we stay and wait on him. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 57 uh, Isaiah 57 chapter 13 when, there, when thou criest let thy companies deliver thee. But the wind shall carry them all away. Vanity shall take them, but he that put his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit the holy mountain. Go ahead, he tells them. You want people to deliver you about or something? Go ahead and keep crying out to them idols. Uh, crying out to such and such. He gonna get us out of that. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't even be. You would still be in this. Hallelujah. We was talking about that in the Sunday school. Hallelujah about them people just sinning. Turning to 
because the ones that was doing it was supposed to protect all the widows and, and all the ones that didn't have husbands. They was getting raped, doing all that. That's what's going on now. The men is not here. Some of them have them in jail. Some don't. Some don't want to be fathers. Some wants to be fathers. Some don't. Hallelujah. But he said, "He that put his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain." You gonna inherit what God give you when you trust Him. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 16 and 21 said, They, thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land ever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. And that's why I get my message, my subject. I am the Father. <laughs> thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hand, that I may be glorified. Hallelujah. We are the branches of, of, of God. And if a branch or a tree don't, don't um, bring forth no fruit, they're going to be cut off. Hallelujah. So we are God's branches. We are his bride. We are Jesus' bride. We everything. And in order for us to get up into the standing with God, praise the Lord, we have to have him to make us. He the one makes us and molds us. He said, I'm, I, that's my subject. I am the power. Whatever I work with my hands, I bless you with that. Hallelujah. But you got to glorify me every day. That's the problem right there. We don't give God the glory. We sit up there and, and want to uh, say, I did this myself. I did that myself. No, you didn't. If it had not have been for the Lord, you wouldn't have done anything. We wouldn't have done nothing, praise the Lord. Like, like we was deaf, honestly. We was dying. But because Jesus came down on earth, praise the Lord, to rescue us from death, we became alive again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. That's going on now. All over. New world order, all this stuff going on. The wicked is doing this. But we that trust in God, he's going to keep us if we trust him. Praise the Lord. We keep on going. Hallelujah. Yet he passed away and lo, he was not. Yeah, I saw him, but he could not be found. So once Lord destroyed the wicked, he ain't going to be found. You ain't got to worry about it. Praise the Lord. All the stuff that, that people was doing, praise the Lord, make sure that we're in good standing with God, praise the Lord. Let him keep on molding us the way he wants us, praise God. Because if he don't, if we don't let him do it, praise the Lord, we're lost, praise God. Be of good courage, and
and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. Be of good courage, peoples. Hallelujah. It's hard. Praise the Lord. Times get hard. We cry. <laughs> we cry many tears. People doing things or doing silly stuff. We crying. Death is, is raging. Praise the Lord. On the all-time high, praise God. But we got to keep on praying. We can keep on trusting. We got to keep on believing. See, I don't want to take your faith. Yes. The Lord said, be not weary and well-doing. Ain't that what Galatians say? But in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. We can't faint, Satan. Hallelujah. I don't care how hard it get. If we don't Right, if we don't suffer these little things, we don't be able to suffer with the things to come and hope and pray that we be raptured up out of here before that stuff get here. Well, I heard missionaries say, Who knows? We might got to go through a little tribulation before we get raptured up. But we just got to be ready. We got to have our armor on, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man. But transgressions shall be destroyed together. Mark the perfect man. I know we're not perfect, but this is what uh, David is saying. If you know that you got Jesus, we are made perfect in him, praise the Lord. Even though we have uh, issues, we have them. Okay, so say we don't. But because we are perfect and behold upright, for the end of that man is peace. We got peace. Don't let nobody come and steal your peace. I don't care who it is. Family, nothing. Let God keep on molding us and making us, because he's the He's the head one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 89, but thou, Lord, thou, Lord, art the most high forevermore. For lo, Thy enemy, Lord, for lo, thy enemy shall perish. All workers of iniquity shall be scattered. All of that's going to happen. Everything that them folks been doing, hurting God's people, don't worry about it. They're going to be cut off. We just got to keep on forgiving. We got to keep on up. God see everything, praise the Lord. He see everything that's going on. Amen. We just got to keep on praying. Hallelujah. But the transgression shall be destroyed together and the end of the wicked shall be cut off. Hallelujah. But sal the salvation of righteous is the Lord and he is their strength in the time of We have salvation. Hallelujah. The righteous of the Lord. We are the righteous of God. We ain't got to worry about none of that, praise the Lord. We got to keep on spreading his word. We got to keep on doing what God tells us, praise the Lord. Isaiah 2, and I believe that's 8, 8 13, for the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, upon everyone that is lifted up, and he shall be excuse me y'all brought low so all the proud books 
ones that think they're religious and holding it out and don't do much and don't, I don't do this. But the one thing that the Lord hates is a proud person. You don't like them. You can't even bring them down. They're going to be brought low. We got to worry about that, praise the Lord. We got to just keep on striving. Keep on being humble. You got to come humble as a child. I want the Lord to, to continue making me, praise the Lord. I prayed and asked the Lord, give me a unique ministry. Something that somebody else don't have. Because I want God to study, give me what he want me to do, praise the Lord. You got to keep continue asking God every day, what must I do? Hallelujah. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. So all you got to do is trust in them, in the Lord. And I'm going to read this one. Let not, it's in Proverbs 23. Hallelujah. Let not thy heart envy sinners. Don't get mad at jealous. Hallelujah. But be thou in fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely these is a, this is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. So don't be jealous of nothing these folks do or whatever, because they're going to have their end too. Let God continue in making you, because we are the clay. Let God continue making you, making us, praise the Lord, and be of good courage. Just be what God wants you to be. Praise the Lord. And I thank the Lord for this word. Amen. Yeah. We thank the Lord for the word. I'm getting ready to turn it in the hands of our Dr. Rochelle Landingham. But just before I give it to her, this one announcement I want you to remember. You can listen to Red Blum Fox podcast on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio. And you can listen to this broadcast. Amen. Dr. Lanham is in your hands. Amen. God bless everyone. God bless you. Jesus is the way. Another beautiful, fine Sunday morning that the Lord has given us. I thank God for this day. And I thank God that um, the time has come for us to go on back into the church, y'all. Right on time for Mother's Day. Isn't that great? Amen. <laughs> Um, I want to also welcome all of the podcast listeners that it's just amazing that we are being heard around the world. I thank God. I really do. Talking about, you know, sending our, our uh, information to those that really need to hear it. God is good and he's greatly to be praised. Father, we thank you today for your goodness and your mercy. And Father, we ask that you come into this time of the word that you have prepared. Uh, Prepare the hearts of the people and the minds that they receive the word. And please let me decrease and your Holy Spirit increase as I give the words that you gave to me. And I'll always be careful to give you the glory and honor and praises due to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Okay, we're going right over because we have our time is short today. But I, I'm hoping that we'll get the point across. God will get his point across as to what he wants to say to us. We're in Second uh, Timothy. Go to 2 Timothy, starting with, let's see, 2 Timothy, starting with verse 15. 2 Timothy, 
chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. I want to give a shout out to all of our uh, uh, congregation that's on the line with us, Sister Darlene, Sister Lanika, Sister Felicia, Junior, you know I love you, boy, uh, Veronica, Vanetta, Deacon, he's always faithful to be with us. Darlene, uh, um, uh, Bonda, and um, Yolanda, and her husband. I thank God for each and every one of you. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Um, but yes, thank you for being with us. Write down this information. Please study it um, because we have a lot of work to do. And I also want to encourage you all before I go into the Word to come on to Wednesday night Bible study. Man, are we doing well there. We uh, we have just went over all of the roles of the family members, a godly family member. So now we know what is expected of a good husband, a good godly husband, a good godly wife, and how we are to rear our children, and how we're uh, to our, how we should come together to deal with problems, happiness, all of that. It was a wonderful, wonderful tour that we went through, and we're going to be starting the Book of Romans. The book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 1, on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. So please join us. Okay, Bible, um, uh, chapter uh, 1 of 2 Timothy 15 states as follows. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved is actually a command. This is not a suggestion, but it's a command that we pick up God's word and we start learning of God's word. As you study the Bible, you will discover that it's not just contained the word of God, it is the word of God. We know that John, St. John told us that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So as we pick up the Bible and we start reading what it's telling us and allowing it to communicate to us, that is us listening to God. That's us actually listening to his being, allowing his being to permeate our entire soul, our entire spirits. That's what happens when we read the Bible. You must also keep in mind that the word of God contains the words of God as well as the words of Satan. Demons, angels, and man. Both good and bad. God is truth and cannot lie. Satan is a liar and the father of it. We can find that in John 8.44. Man is natural and is therefore limited and does not always speak the truth. In this portion of scripture, which is Matthew 22.15-46, we have the word of Jesus of the Pharisees, of the Herodians, and of the Sadducees. The Pharisees, the Herodians, and the Sadducees were trying to entangle Jesus in his teachings that they might accuse him of breaking God's law. Their words were spoken with evil intent, revealing the thinking of the natural man. Along with the words of God that came from his lips of Jesus. So, as you study the Bible, you got to think on a couple things. Who is speaking? When you're reading, who is speaking and who are they talking to? You always have to put the word in context. 
So you know what is actually happening in that scene? Is it Jesus speaking to the Pharisees? Or is it Jesus speaking to his flock? That's totally, it's a totally different language. Um, his teachings that might accuse him of breaking God's law. The words were spoken with he wanted, revealing the thinking of natural man along with the words of God that came from the lips of Jesus. So who, who is he speaking to? What nation? What kingdom? What has that kingdom done? How are they related to God's chosen people? And then you want to look and see how that particular scripture can be applied in your own life. Look at the situation that you might be going through with some things that you've experienced already. How is God's word showing you what to do in that actual instance? God's word is a word that gives us whatever we need in that actual time period. He has a word for everything that we go through. It's all right here in the Bible. Okay, let's go to verse 16. First, uh, 2 Timothy 1 verse 16. But shun profane and vain babblings. For they will increase unto more ungodliness. So this is why it is so important, saints, to know the word of God. Because there's going to be so much confusion now and in the future of what God's word means, what God's word is saying. People are going to put their own interpretation on it, their own spin to make them look good and make them look right. But you have to study the word so that you know without a shadow of a doubt that that's God's word speaking. And once you learn God's word, you're going to know God's word. And when somebody says God's word wrong, your spirit is going to right away. The Holy Ghost will say, no, that's not what God said. That's not what God meant. Study that word again. That's what's so good about indoctrinating ourselves with the word of God. Because we can know right when it's being said, whether it's right or wrong. Because we have put the real word in our hearts. We have put it in our hearts. And our hearts will repeat it back. Have you ever been in a situation that you know you needed God and all of a sudden the scripture came to you? Stand still and know the salvation of the Lord. Or have faith. You know, God speaks to us. Let's listen. Let's put enough of them in us so that we'll be able to verify and celebrate that we got God's word right. He says, but shun profane and vain babblings. That's going to be a lot. As we continue to study, you're going to hear a lot of stuff that just is not true. Or just does not stand up to God's word. That's why, again, why you need to know God's word. Because vain babblings you will discover right away. Things that people are trying to pull the uh, wool over your eyes or saying is in the Bible. And it's not in the Bible, you'll know. Like the, the saying, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. There's so many people that will tell you that that word is in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. That's just something that we say as people. So we have to know these things because we have to know when God is speaking and when the power of God's word will be in effect and affected in our lives. And their words will eat as though a canker of whom is Hymenius and Philetus. So I'm taking that those two gentlemen were doing vain babblings and just talking off the side of their neck. Because Paul straight up was talking to Timothy and said, those two don't got it 
tell us when somebody is telling us what the word is not saying or how they're trying to contort the word to be what they want. The word is a two-edged sword. Timothy tells us that too. It cuts and it reproves. So if you have to swing it to show that that's, that's not what God meant, or you have to swing it to show that that is what God's meant. Okay, number 18. Who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some? Well, you'll get a lot of people. You're going to get a lot of people coming and telling you things, especially in, in today's time because we're real close to the end. They're going to be telling you things that you should have did or you shouldn't do. Uh, in religions, we know we hear that a lot. If you go to the Jesus only people, they're going to tell you you ain't saved unless you got saved, uh, uh, baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Or no, in the name of Jesus only, I think is what they say. Then other people are going to tell you, well, no, you have to do this thing. Or no, you have to do that thing. No, you have to know the word of God. Because God said that if you believe in your heart, and you believe and you confess from your mouth, you are saved. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. It doesn't have any other stipulations, stipulations on it. We don't have to turn around three times and jump in the lake and get out and all that stuff. No. The word is plain and simple for even a baby to understand sometimes. But our heart has to be willing. Our mind has to be willing. And we cannot reject God's word, even if it's cutting us in some of our activities. We might be doing things that might not be sinful, but they might not be expedient. You know, the word tells us that there's some things that can waste our time. It's not a sin, but it's burning up the time that we, we need to be able to do something else and to help somebody. So God says, redeem your time. Redeem your time. Do what the Bible says. Do what he's telling you to do. Follow the commandments. Make sure that your walk is, is uh, uh, circumspect. And that you you uh, show that you're walking what you actually talk. Then God's light can shine. But don't do some things in the dark because you're not in Jesus' way and we can't see you. And then come and say something else because God sees you. He's the only one that can judge. We cannot turn a gray hair black, I mean a white hair black or black hair gray. We can't do none of that, but God can. God knows every hair on our head. Every single hair he knows. So we need to make sure that we honor and we walk upright before the Lord. And he goes everywhere we go because he's already there. He's omnipotent. So he knows exactly the life that we're living. And another thing that we might need to talk about is how when God calls us before the great, uh, not the great white throne uh, judgment, because that's going to be those that have sinned going into the lake of fire. But when we get before the judgment seat of Christ, do you know that God is going to have the ability and will play your life over before your eyes to show you all of the things that you didn't do that you should have did, and that's why you missed this actual reward. And to show you and justify why he's giving you another because of what you did. That's why it's so important for us to guard our gates. What are your gates? Your eyes are a gate. Your ears are a gate. Your mouth is a gate. Your nose is a gate. 
Those are things that can get inside of you and affect your spirit and your soul. Sin passes through the gates if we let it. But if we guard our gates, we can cut that stuff off as soon as we see it coming. How can we cut it off? By telling them this is not today. Not today. I'm not dealing with that. That's of the enemy. I don't deal with that. Or walk away from the conversation. I don't have anything for this. But you have to make some type of move to show that you disapprove. If you're standing up for God. Because he's going to show you. And he's going to show you. And he's just saying, well, Lord, I, I really thought I had that crown of life. Well, there are certain instances through your life that you didn't believe you was getting a crown of life then. You thought you was getting away with something. Or you thought you was covering it over because you could just ask me to forgive you. But no, it's going to come back for you to see. Because he needs the evidence and proof to show you why you earned what you earned or you didn't earn what you thought you should get. And that goes for a lot of the folks that we think is going to make it. You know, we're going to get there probably and there's going to be a lot of folks that we'll be looking for that just aren't there. And we'll say, Lord, well, I was looking for my, my dear friend Sonny and my, my other friend Billy to be here. How come? Well, it's going to be a time that you will be able to see their lives too. Because God is going to show us just why they didn't make it. You see how important this is? How, how important it is for us to walk upright no matter who's looking at us? Because God is looking at us. And he's recording every single thing. Every single thing. Even if you have repented and he has forgiven you, he does throw it in the, in the sea of forgetfulness and he don't remember it no more. That's why it's important that when you repent, you're ready to stop. You have to be ready to stop when you repent. You can't just repent because you checked out on your wife for a while and come back and repent and ask her to forgive you and go back and do it again. You have to have a change. Repentance is a changed mind and changed actions. So if you're at the point that you don't think you can quit with whatever it is, take it to God. Take it to Him. Say, Father, I love you, but I just cannot stop this one thing that I know is a sin and I know you don't like it. And I know you don't want me to do it, so I'm asking you to give me the strength or make a way out of nowhere way for this to leave me alone. Take it to him in prayer so that you can now repent and be strong and stand on that. But you just can't keep doing it and repenting and doing it and repenting and doing it and repenting. I mean, he'll forgive you, but after a while, you're going to have a reprobate mind because you're going to think it's okay to do that. And you're going to keep doing that. And when you get to the judgment seat of Christ, you're going to see all of that. But it's going to be too late. And that's why I'm saying, study the word. Learn the word. Get it in your heart. Get it in your heart. Because there's going to be a time, you all know, they're going to take the Bibles away again. Just like in the Inquisition, back in the 12 and 1300s, or whatever that was. When the Catholic Church went and was killing people, I mean killing everybody that did not bow, bow down to the almighty Pope's reign. That will be us one day. And we won't have the word to go look at 1 Timothy, 1st chapter, verse 16. The, the Bible says, Thy word that I've hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. 
so well that we can tell when a confidence, when a, uh, 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 um, a, uh, what am I trying to say? When a, a, a counterfeit, when a counterfeit comes, we need to know that. We need to know God's word so strong that we can stand flat-footed on it and we can rebuke the devil with it. Okay, he goes on to say in verse 19, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure, having the seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. He knows us. You know why he knows us? He knows us because we have asked him to be his child. He has washed when he saved us, he washed us cleaner than whiter than snow. He's washed and cleansed our heart. And he has watched our walk. He knows it. He knows who we are. And guess what? He has put his seal of redemption in our forehead. That's how he knows us. That's how he knows us. And that's how he knows we won't we will not follow something that is not of him. That's going to be very important in the future. Because we're talking about all of this mark and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. The mark that the saints carry is the mark of God in our forehead. And our walk shows where we're going. Amen? Our walk shows that we are a child of God. He knows our heart. So we have to make sure that we walk that way. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of wood and earth, and some, un some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Well, we all know that when you talk about minerals and gemstones and things of that sort, pressure and, and heat is what makes them beautiful. A diamond goes through a lot of pressure and a lot of grinding to become a shining star. When we are, uh, 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 when we're doing silver, I know they do a process where they have to heat it up so all of the impurities come to the top and they scrape those impurities out so that that silver can become more and more pure. More and more pure. The more impurities that come out, the more pure it becomes. That's what God is saying about us. The more impurities that we can get out of us, get out of our hearts, get out of our minds, get out of our beings, and we put God's word in that, then we become shining stars. We become the jewels. We become exactly what he's saying. If a man therefore purge himself of these and be a vessel un be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepare unto every good work. Number 22, and I'm almost done. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. No ulterior motives, no hidden agendas, no ways that I'm trying to change the situation. I'm just trying to be like God. And I'm just trying to tell you what, what thus says the Lord. That's how pure we need to be. And if it is something that we need to discuss with our fellow man or our family member or classmate or whoever, we need to do it with a kind tongue. We need to do it with a kind, with kind actions, kind nonverbal communication. And ladies, 
especially us black ladies, you know how we get to doing this stuff when we really want to make a point. That's that kindness. That's saying, hey, look at me. I'm telling you now. I'm showing you with my body language that I'm not liking that. <laughs> you know we do that. Absolutely. You know, we get to, man, we get to jerking that neck and stuff because we try to make a point. But God says, do it with kindness. Be kind. Just stand there. Let God word your mouth and let the, let the words come out kindly. And in a low voice, because your point will get across then. But if you're doing all this stuff, and man, I'm so intimidated now, I'm ready to fight. I can't hear nothing you say because your neck is jerking too hard. <laughs> God is good, though. And that's what he's saying. Uh, flee youthful lust, follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace. Well, righteousness, of course, is following God's word. Faith is, of course, believing God's word. And knowing God's word is right, and we can stand on it. Charity is loving others. If we know that somebody is in need of something, especially if we have a hundred of them in our house, run ten of them over to that friend. Charity means that we share what we got. You know, my granddaughters came over, and um, my two oldest granddaughters, they got jobs. One works at Starbucks, and one works at, um, at TJ Maxx. But the two little ones, the 14 and the 15 year old, they, they're too young for a job yet. But they wanted money too. So I said, hey, I got a job for you. Come on over and help your man. <laughs> so yesterday was the first day that they came over. And my basement was, some of y'all been down there, y'all know what it looked like. And I mean, after a while, you know, we just got to put some elbow grease down there. And me and Brooklyn, we got that basement together. It is just phenomenal. How she did that, and how I was able to tell her where I wanted things, and, stuff. and she wouldn't hardly let me do nothing. I could sweep the floor, but that was it. And she got it done. And I thank the Lord for that. Um, what was I going with that, though? I can't remember. But anyway, she did what she needed to do in order. After you know, one another missionary. Thank you. Thank you, Veronica. Yes. So she saw that Nana back. And her neck, I mean, her back and her hip and all that is starting to give out. I, I come up the steps slow now. And, and I think they're really trying to see now that Nana's getting older. And she wanted to help. She went over and beyond. And I thank God for that. And that's what we're saying. Be helpers one to another. Whether it's with your time, whether it's with your substance, whether it's what you can put together. It don't have to always be money. It don't have to always be, but just listening sometimes. Sometimes we need to talk to each other. I'm glad we're going back in. Because now we can talk to each other. And those of us that are fully vaccinated, we can hug each other now. That's so wonderful. That's so wonderful. And hopefully we won't see another of this, this type of uh, pestilence again for a really, really long time. Because this kind comes like every hundred years. But I thank God for that. And that's what he means by charity. Okay, and then peace. Oh, man, follow all men with peace. Peace. If, if it's rowdy and drama, get away from it. Get away from it. Guard your peace with all you got. Amen. peace of mind is better than a million dollars. I'd rather have peace of mind and be able to lay my head down and sleep at night and relax and get a good sleep than have to... Listen to the gunshots. Run to my 
o'clock on Wednesday, it even get richer. It's, it, I'm telling you, we're gonna we're gonna be on Zoom, and I'll be looking forward to that Wednesday night Bible study. We be having a ball, and 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 there for some reason we we more uh, like we got more freedom there. We laugh, and and I mean she been teaching, she been teaching some stuff that you just have to sit back and listen to it and apply it to your life and family life. Y'all come on back on us Wednesday night. Uh, is, it, is it right on the time? Is it 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. All right. 6, six to 7. Y'all come on. 7. And we stay to that. We don't go, we don't go on for 7. We stay to the time. We start yep. to stick. Yep. So, and at 4.30 on Thursday, we have our prayer line. Come on. Now, Sunday, uh, it's a blessing that we're going back, back in there. But I don't want to rain on on some of y'all parade. No, I have to be honest because I'm watching. Uh, India is so bad over in India, and and I'm telling y'all now, I'm watching. They saying if India don't get that thing under control, we all better look out. So those of you who don't watch the news, just just tune in to CNN just for a little bit. And see what's going on around the world. You you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. Hey, that's to each his own. But I tell you, you will know something if you watch it. You don't have to watch it 24-24. Because sometimes I don't want to watch nothing. I turn it off. I don't want, I don't want to hear nothing from the Republicans. I just turn them off. So, y'all kind of keep your ears and eyes open. Because if it come around and start getting bad like it did before, y'all know I love y'all. And my job is to protect y'all. And we're going to do what we have to do. I don't want a soul lost under my watch. So I'm going to do what I have to do. To cover y'all. Yeah, we happy going in. But y'all better pay attention to what's going on. Because I'm paying attention. And if it, if it get that bad. We coming back out. And I don't, I don't, I don't want y'all to be surprised. Because I'm going to know. And I'm watching. Y'all need to watch. That thing killing them people over in India is so bad. They burning people to death so just wow. They, they every day 
just cre cremating thousands. That's dying. Thousands. So, let's be encouraged. I'm not saying that to put a damper. I'm just saying that to let y'all know that I'm looking and we're watching and we're praying. If I had to go first, I don't want to lose not man one of you to a virus and Jesus is the way. Not in that place. Alright? I love y'all from the bottom of my heart and I will protect the sheep. I'll die for the sheep if I have to and go get my reward. Yeah, but we don't want you dying this I love y'all. See y'all Wednesday okay, night? Just a couple announcements before we um, go ahead. off here. Go ahead. Uh, let's uh, be mindful, as Pastor said, that we are getting ready to go back in uh, first Sunday. Second, the second Seven. weekend of May, we're going to have our cry out for prayer uh, right there on the corner at Jesus the Way. Um, also, uh, we have Jesus um, Share the Love as a part of Pastors United. We'll pass them in. But Dr. Lenny has passed part of Pastor United as well. But uh, we have in our Take It Back Our Community event June 5th. Uh, Pastor, I send you. I will send you a um, flyer. The flyer just got finished up. Um, so come join us. Um, we we do have T-shirts. They're 15 bucks. Y'all let me know if y'all y'all inquiring to get a um, T-shirt. Um, Share the Love team has already. Uh, most of them have already uh, required t-shirts so y'all let me know uh, if y'all want t-shirts but I want to get them all at one time uh, so that we can get them all so y'all send y'all cash at me I make sure um, if everybody I wait to everybody but I got to have them before the uh, third weekend of May uh, let's see that's the, the take back our taking back our community event that's June 5th and it will be over in the Garden Homes um, neighborhood at the Garden Homes Community Park uh, what else uh, and then we'll, we'll, then we'll turn around and have our um, event June, June 19th, but um, these are the closer ones. So June, May, May 5th, May, uh, I believe it's May 8th that we're having our first cry out for prayer. And let's not forget as we continue to, as we go into the house, continue to sow your seed, continue to sing your offerings and your tithe as y'all have been so faithful and doing during the pandemic. We have, we are in good standards. We're doing real good. We don't want y'all to think because we in the house. We don't need y'all, y'all, y'all donations or y'all contribute y'all, um, y'all money and put it like that. Continue to send your money because we still got bills to pay and, and we have been on time. We have not missed anything and pastor has been able to get his allowance. So to God be the glory. So y'all continue to do what you're doing. If y'all cash app it, however y'all getting y'all ties and offering, if y'all not going to come into the house, please um, continue to send your offering the way that you've been sending. I believe those are all the announcements that I have for this Sunday. So hopefully I will see those on next. I'm, I think I'm more excited than pastor. I'm, I'm excited that we're going back in the house. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. So y'all, um, I, I can't wait to see y'all Sunday. Amen. Amen. Uh, where's Garden Homes at the park?
right off Atkinson, it's right there, Atkinson 27, the Atkinson is right there. It, it's one of the roughest neighborhoods over there. Uh-huh. Right, right on the corner, we we going to evangelize. That's that's the part of the evangelistic um, department of Pastors United. So this is one of our first events. So we're going to have that, and we're going to evangelize. We're going to be able to give out a whole lot of um, information. It's basically um, so that we may be able to uh, build our communities to let them know that we are here, that we are um, standing strong, and there and there's no more excuses of uh, treating our house um, as bad as we do because we have all the information uh, family moving forward has so much information we have we have economics we have so much going on as a faith-based organization that our communities can do better so that's what is taking taking back our community is all about to let our communities know there's no excuse for our house to be the way it is amen amen yes and we and we're gonna we're gonna join in uh, on that uh, Jesus the way uh, we're part of the community uh, so that's a part of us so we're going to help out and do what we need to do and they sh- it's going to be unrough when we get there because the saints is coming and when the, when we go things have to move out our way so it's going to be a bless it's going to be a blessed day and we're going to pray even when we leave that it's going to be a change down there yes, we love y'all and we moving forward this is it we're going we're going on and we thank god for uh, beatrice oh we're so excited to see her uh, again and we got nikki we got felicia uh we're giving y'all a shout out felicia giving you a shout out nikki we love y'all, hey, y'all. we're happy to see y'all <laughs> come on go with us back into the house of the lord and hey, don't forget junior well, y'all too. He said, Daniel said, don't forget Junior. Hey, Junior. Oh, man, I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you, man. <laughs> Felicia's husband. All right. Oh, man. We, oh, man. I don't saw your face now. Oh, yeah, we looking for you next week. We looking, we looking, we looking for you. We didn't know. All right, I'll be in church just because I'm on the sideline and y'all don't see my face. I don't be listening. I got you. We got you. Amen. Amen. All right, we love y'all. We're going to get off the line. We'll see y'all next week on Zoom or either in the house. Love y'all. All right, love y'all. Y'all be good. All right. Take care.